The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Ha-ha! Trevor! Oink, 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 oink. Oh, who's that? Trevor! Oink, 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 oink. Oh, this is ridiculous. I'm trying to get ready for my Mario Kart GP race. This is serious. It's me, oink, 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 Trevor. It's me, the pig. Oink, 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 oink. The pig? I don't, I don't know any pigs. You left me in the trunk. Oink, oink, oink. The pig in the trunk? I don't... I don't think... Wait a minute. You mean from back in my days racing with Kyle Petty? Oh my gosh. I'm long since dead now. You left me to die in your truck. Oh, my bad. Man, that's been a couple years, I think. I'm spoiled. Oh, man. Your bacon's cooked. Perfectly good bacon. Wait, wait, wait. Do you people eat us? Uh, Never mind that. Hey, listen, uh, ghost pig. I know this is a little awkward because I put you in... I don't remember why I put you in the trunk, but you I did that. You murdered me. Uh, it was accidental. Um, actually, Terry pig slaughter. You're just going to have to get past that because I have a, a Mario Kart race to win, and I'm going to get some stiff competition here. I'm thinking you might be able to help. Uh, how's this? Um, well, you see, I have a go-kart. Um, and there's no trunk on the go-kart per se. But I'm thinking if I just tie you behind my cart and, like, drag you behind, it would just really, like, freak out the other drivers and maybe you could, like, throw a banana peel or something. I mean, how's that sound? I'm a ghost, you idiot! Oh. Why don't I just go scare them? Oink, 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 oink. I know a few things scary. I don't I don't know if, if you're going to really be that scary. I got an idea, oink, oink, oink. <laughs> What's that? I'm going to float over to their cart and make their cart play on the radio a certain very scary podcast. Oink, 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 oink. <laughs> I know, just the one. What podcast is that? Retro, Retro Oink, 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 oink. That was a deep cut. That was. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Retro Blist, where we make decisions that we don't even understand ourselves. That was a callback from an episode we did years ago by now, uh, where we covered, and I guarantee we're the only show to ever cover this game, Kyle Petty's No Fear Racing. And uh, Trevor had left had put a pig in his trunk of his race car. <laughs> I don't and know I, why. And I always wanted to bring that back, of course. So that's uh, that's what we do here. We call back our own uh, skits that nobody cares about or remembers. <laughs> nope. But hey, at least you got a skit. We've been awful lazy lately. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we're the only uh, retro gaming podcast that has always, and I can't stress this enough, has always opened our show with an opening skit like this uh that we improv i mean they're not all winners we accept this <laughs> in fact most of them are just truly awful but uh we do them you know we do them and it just boils my bolts trevor it just it just uh it, it cramps my biscuits it, it smacks my cheeks <laughs> that another show another well-known show you know Oh, another well-known retro gaming show would have the gall, would have the, uh, would have the, just the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? The, the, the nerve, the nerve. Thank you. The nerve to think that they could hone in on our racket here, Trevor, and try to do the same thing. Of course, what I'm talking about is apparently 
the two dudes and a Nintendo system thought they could just do the same thing. And for their Ninja Turtle, they're covering Ninja Turtles 3, uh, which we've already covered on this show because they're, they're copying us yeah, there. It's old news right. for us. Yeah. They're, so right there, they're copying us. Uh, oh, yeah. But they also did an opening skit. Again, copying us, Trevor. I think we've gotten so big now that the, that the big boys feel they need to steal from us. Yeah. And it is amazing that they managed to copy us so directly because I'm sure they've never listened to the episode. Um, but that's how big we are. You don't even have to have heard us yeah. to copy us. That makes it even more of a miracle. Yes. <laughs> like, like I guarantee they never even heard us uh, or any of our shows. Uh, and uh, sorry, I'm getting thrown off by side stuff happening here in the house. <laughs> this episode has had a rough start already. Yeah. Just a real quick behind the scenes because we're under time pressure again. Um, we're recording on Zoom. It gave us some trouble up front, and we still haven't purchased the uh, the upgrade pack or whatever they call it. And so we, we only have an hour. We've already blown by five minutes. We're not going to pay money for it. Uh, <laughs> our good patrons don't pay for us to have better quality sounding stuff. No, they, they pay, pay for, for us to, to get lunch. And to lunch, buy, yep. And buy old PlayStation games. Yep, that's and occasional Blu-ray. Do. Yeah, that's what they pay for. And by golly, we're going to stick to that. So yeah. uh, we got an hour. We, we feel rushed, but I think it's when we do our best, Trevor. <laughs> yeah. So, Johnny. <laughs> we feel rushed and ill-prepared. <laughs> That's what this episode is going to be. Trevor, last time we covered Garfield Cart. And, mm-hmm. in fact, it was such uh, such an episode, such an epic episode, may I add, that, uh, that uh, we single-handedly, Retro Plus this show, single-handedly made the people who made Garfield Cart decide, make the, I dare say, asinine decision. <laughs> <laughs> to raise the price of their game by ten dollars i've never i can't remember ever seeing this ever in my life yeah let's be clear garfield cart which we bought on a clearance sale they raised the retail price of it yes from thirty dollars to forty dollars yes. us and I'm, I think it's since fallen back down, but that retro bliss bump really it must have affected their decision making. I don't ever ever recall a game doing that. Do you? I know I've never heard of a, a, a eShop game going up in retail price, especially not one that's so overpriced already. I don't think I've ever heard of a game period ever yeah, having no. a, going past whatever its original retail no, price was. Not no, yeah, not on the primary market or whatever. I mean, yeah, not new from the retailer. Right, it's crazy. Yeah. So, and, but anyway. Yeah. So we thought since we covered that obvious gem of a kart racer, we should give this other one that I'm sure people have heard of. Uh, it's 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 perhaps uh, it's due. And Trevor, what game are we covering today? Well, basically, it's a Garfield Kart clone racer. Um, it's called Super Mario Kart. Uh, Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo from 1992, of course, was made by Nintendo and created an entire genre, or as we like to say, genre. Of the kart racer. Um, but at the time, I don't know if people really saw it that way. It was just a racing game with Nintendo characters, with Mario characters. And uh, Johnny, I, I think you might have less history with this game than I thought. Do you Do you have many memories of playing this? I definitely remember playing it at your house. Uh, we definitely played it. We didn't play it a lot, though. Um, but I certainly do remember it, obviously. And I had when we were younger, we, I 100% remember playing it at your house, but yeah. as, as far as it goes, I don't, it definitely was not one that was in regular rotation for us though. Yeah. That's odd to me. Cause my brother and I played it a lot. It's just, you know what I think? And we think we've discussed this a billion times, but we have brain damage. So we can't remember. I think when you came over, we pretty much stuck to beat em ups. Yeah. And until like golden, I came out that it's first person shooters. Um, yeah, because like games like this and like Toe Jam and Earl 2, I mentioned a bunch, was, was definitely a two-player game, but I don't think you've ever played it. Um, and we adored that game. So anyways, yeah, Super Mario Kart. Uh, me and my brother own this game since, I mean, probably not 92 because we got everything late, but from an early, pretty early age and just played the heck out of it. You got to remember on the Super Nintendo, racing games were just different and before the 3D generation. So... This was about as just, I don't know, advanced as a racing game got at the time. So we were just, 
we just loved it. Of course, you could play it two-player through the whole GP mode. Uh, so I have really good memories of just honestly never being very good at it from what I remember, <laughs> but yeah. just playing it a lot with my brother. Yeah, so uh, Super Mario Kart, let's uh, get into the graphics. Let's get into it. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound angry. I just That's I'm really right. rushed by this Zoom. Yeah, I'm angry for many. I'm angry for yeah. I'm angry for many reasons. I just found out we're being copied by a bigger podcast. Yeah, that really upsets me. Uh, perhaps this game upset me. We'll find out. Uh, I, I intentionally told Johnny that about the two dudes just to rile them up. You really did. Even though technically their opening skit was just the opening of the game, which is exactly what ours was. <laughs> so we technically just ripped the game off. Well, well, they copied us ripping it off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, graphically, I, Super Mario Kart, you, you cannot describe the graphics of this game without two words. And that's mode seven. Yeah. Because this game basically at the time looked 3D. I don't even know if, I mean, I think we knew what 3D meant at the time, but it just looked different than what we were used to. Because I think F-Zero might have come first. I think I'm right about that. But I'm pretty sure we didn't play F-Zero until well after Super Mario Kart. So for us, it was just like, I mean, we went from basically the racing games of the time were Rad Racer, Rad Racer 2. Um, As far as games we played, I mean, that was probably about as advanced as we had gotten. Yeah. So graphically, it was just like, it was just a different thing altogether. It definitely felt more 3D than any racer we had played before. That's for sure. Yeah. Even even hard driving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know where hard driving fits in there time-wise, but the weird thing is hard driving is a decidedly terrible game, but I think it kind of blew our minds, so we did play it. <laughs> yeah, here's the weird, like, I remember the early racers that stuck out to me. Uh, of course, the rat was a rat racer. Is that the one? The Nintendo one? Yeah, that's the one we played quite yeah. a lot. That one I remember uh, being a fun game. And then, of course, this one that we're about to talk about today. And then uh, maybe the first Need for Speed uh, are the ones that really, like, are like, yeah. I feel like are just jumps in technology yeah. and how games felt. So, uh, yeah, this is definitely a different beast from the Nintendo racers for sure. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about it. The graphical Trevor Mode 7, you're right. Um, how do you feel this game looks? I overall, I think obviously it's a Nintendo title. It's a Mario title and it, it really does reflect that it looks, it looks great. Yeah. I was going to say the whole faux 3d effect could make it look kind of ugly now, but being in a Nintendo Mario title, it's so colorful. The characters still look good because they're obviously 2d sprites and the, the levels themselves, like the track is a very pixelated, like yes. yeah faux 3d look but there's enough color in the backgrounds and the characters and the items that it i think it still looks good i mean yeah. it's it's, uh, it's dated more than like super mario world but it still right. looks good the backgrounds too are at times very uh minimal but i think that was on purpose because that's so yeah. much going on uh, yeah I think so 100 percent kind of give them leeway on that uh, the one thing that really stood out to me was that Mario and Luigi look like look exactly. It's the same character model, look exactly yes. the same, just different colors. They are the same character model. I read that, yes. <laughs> and that that was apparently a limitation they at the time had to do to fit everything, yeah. which is yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, um, that, that just stuck out to me for some reason. Maybe it's because I'm such a Luigi nerd. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Luigi just is just a very distinctive character now. Like he's definitely taller and lankier than Mario, but just yeah. He was a very plump man in this game, yes. but all the other characters look definitely like who they are. Right. Um, what What are you? We got a uh, Mario, Luigi, Koopa, uh, well Bowser, and DK Junior. and uh, Koopa Troopa. Is that what the turtle shell? Yeah. Yeah. And Toad, Peach. Who am I saying? Mario? Who am I forgetting? <laughs> Mario, Luigi, Bowser, DK Junior. Uh, Toad and Koopa Troopa. I thought there's eight characters. That's only Yoshi's six. in it, right? Yoshi, yeah. Yoshi yeah. and oh, I'm forgetting one. It's not Lakitu. He didn't appear until later. He he helps you out in this game, but he's not a racer. Anyways, 
<laughs> there's seven racers. I'm forgetting one. Yeah, Somebody's there's screaming. There's definitely eight. <laughs> Somebody, it's, it's the one that's the counterpart to Yoshi. Who is it? Uh, no, I think that's Yoshi and Peach. Is it Toadstool? It's Are Toadstool you, and Koopa Troopa. You could totally just Google this, you know. <laughs> I could, yeah. So say something else about the graphics while I do that, because I'm going to go crazy if I don't figure this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought this game obviously looks fine. It's Nintendo polish on it. Uh, a couple things do stand out, but again, like we said, it's just the limitations of the time uh, of the carts and such. It wasn't like they could really go super crazy and have the game run well, because uh, we'll get into gameplay of how this game runs. But uh, it, they definitely, I think, made some smart decisions when it came to this uh, game. It still looks still looks fantastic, though. I mean, you cannot fault this game graphically, I don't think. No, no. And and by the way, I named all the characters. I just can't count even using my fingers. <laughs> there are eight characters, but I named all eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, that's how good I am. I didn't even count at all. No. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the characters just look, they look like they're ripped out of Super Mario World, basically, which is what you want. Right. Um, and the tracks looked, I think, as good as they could with the Mode 7 pulling off what it was pulling off. Um. And it, I guess this counts as graphically, but it just runs a lot smoother than you would expect for an early Mode 7 game. Yeah, I know there's some other games on the Super Nintendo that tried to pull off a 3D look and did not run the smooth. Um, but this one is, is pretty pretty darn smooth and fast-moving. Well, this is graphically. What do you feel about the how the tracks looked? Like the actual track design? Yeah. I mean, it it is very simple compared to, I mean, you're coming off Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which we've been playing a lot. <laughs> it's very simple. But uh, I like, I actually like, and I'll, I'll make some gameplay comments about the track design as well, but I like the way they look overall. Um, I think, uh, what is it, Choco Island are the only one I'm like, okay, this could use a little color. Yes. It's supposed to be chocolate, but it's just brown. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this is a little monotonous. Yeah. I like the sure. ghost house is ultra simple, but I kind of like it for some reason. Um, but like the donut planes, I don't know why I find it really charming. The, the little moles popping out of the ground, Monty moles. Yeah. And the, there are no rolling hills. It's very flat, but I think, I think it's enough. And I think probably any more would have gotten away. Maybe at least at the time with the graphic capabilities they had, um yeah what what do you think well i I don't think i can add anything to that uh the overall i thought the tracks and you also got to remember this is the first one right you got to remember that too yeah Uh, i think overall the tracks looked fine i had nothing against them except for the ones that were all just brown (laughs) yeah it's because it was just just really drab feeling and it just needed some pops of color in it is all needed i think my favorite looks wise was the the beach ones they almost looked yeah, I like those. They looked almost like they were from a sequel to the game. They just looked better, I think. Yeah. But like the Bowser Castle, I mean, if you're going to do like, for example, a track on Bowser's Castle, I think that's kind of what I would have thought it would have looked like, you know, coming off Super Mario World. Right. I mean, you don't have the same level of detail as Super Mario World, but you're zooming by on a race car. So I, I, I think it I think it was great at the time. Uh, even uh, cutting edge at the time for sure. And I think unlike even say like a PlayStation one or N64 racer, some of which just don't look good now. I think this one holds up pretty darn well, which isn't too surprising. It is at the end of the day, a, a, a Mario 16 bit game. So. Right. Right. All right. So let's, so that's uh, anything else graphically before we move on to gameplay and music. No, I think that's good. Right, gameplay music, Trevor. Let's get into this. This is another standpoint of this game. Uh, Music is, I mean, I have yet to hear any game that Mario's in where I didn't, at the very least, uh, enjoy the music. Yeah. And this continues that. Yeah, this is like, well, it's like Super Mario World goes racing. I mean, that's the soundtrack. I mean, it's very yeah. Super Mario World. But I don't think there's any tracks taken directly from Super Mario World, which is which is impressive. It just sounds like it could be like the B-side of the Super Mario World album. <laughs> this came out after Super Mario World, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Super Mario World was a launch title. And I think this was originally meant to be a launch title, and it was close. And I could be wrong about that, but I think it actually came out a little later. 
Um, but I should have looked it up to be sure and not sound like an idiot, but I'm sure it's the same composer. Um, I assume it's both Koji Kondo. And again, you keep talking about the music and I'll let you know for sure. I don't know why you're even trying to look stuff up. People come to this show for things we make up. They know we don't. If we just say it is true. I mean, I yeah. don't know what my deal is. We got a microphone in front of us and we say it, then it's got to be facts, man. Well, I was very wrong about the composer. It's Soyo Oka. So now I'm going to look up Super Mario World. I mean, I'm going to recall it from my memory. Yes. Because I'm sure that's Koji Kondo, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Soyo Oka uh, did the Super Mario Kart music. And as we were saying, uh, it really is. It is Koji Kondo. Yeah. So, okay. So it's not the same composer, but Mr. The name I just said, I can't remember. <laughs> Mr. Soyo Oka. He uh, did a great job we're of so... continuing the brand of Super Mario World, but making it totally fit a racing game. Yeah, we're really professional. We're uh, so yeah. good. Yeah. We yeah. are. We yeah. are. Oh, man, we are beyond good. Uh, but but yeah, I, I just right. want to say, because I've went along a lot of tangents there, I love the music of Super Mario Kart because I remember it from when I was a kid. I literally still have some of these tunes stuck in my head. I literally was humming... Uh, I think it's like the end of the race song, which I'm not going to try to do now, but I was humming it at work. I'm like, what am I humming? I, oh, yeah. It was Super Mario Kart. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, you, just like with the graphics, you can't fault into the music. And I actually don't fault you for thinking it was the same guy who composed it because it does. The music does feel like it's like it was just breathed upon from Super Mario World. You know? Yeah. They just feel like it came from the same cloth. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, which I think was very smart. Like, they probably did that on purpose. I would I would assume these oh, two yeah. guys, those two guys were were. Uh, I'm making a giant assumption here. I'm a, but I'm assuming that they were at least in some sort of contact with each other when they yeah. were making. You know, when they were and, like, yeah. And it's not to take away from his achievement here because it's not like it's just ripped from Super Mario World. It just feels like it's in the same universe. Yeah, it's different music, but it for just sure. feels feels like it would fit in in Super Mario World for yeah. sure. Right, anything else before we get into the big daddy of them all, the gameplay? No, I think this is where it'll get interesting. So let's get into it. There. How's it feel to be on the receiving end? Don't answer that question. So gameplay. I don't know whether to just talk some first and then let you go or. Yeah, go ahead. So the, the weird thing about doing this episode and why I was excited to do it is because I love the Super Mario Kart franchise. At some point in my life, to more or less degrees, depending on the game, I played every single Mario Kart title that's ever released, not counting a cell phone game because I'm not going to touch it. I don't know. It might be okay. but And also not counting the live circuit, the, the one with actual RC cars, because I don't have a, a mansion to drive it in. But as far as the actual core games, there's eight games. I played all of them. Love the series. There's not a single... I guess I'm spoiling something here. There's not a single dud in the batch. I mean, every single one of them are great. The thing about this one is me and my brother loved it growing up. I mean, it was definitely our favorite racing game for a long time, but I've not really played it honestly for years and years. And the thing is growing up, we were never, I mean, we, we were kind of stupid kids. I think I've said this before. Um, we should have like known all the tricks and like the best way to get around all the turns and learned all the tracks, but we just didn't play that way. So going into it now in 2021, I just didn't quite know what to expect. I knew it was the first Mario Kart. I knew it was going to be different than eight deluxe, but it has been so long. And so what gameplay wise I'll say is I remembered this is a very different beast than any of the modern Mario Karts. It's um that's first sure. first of all, and this threw me off at first. They the whole idea of drifting, I mean, we think that's just always been there. It wasn't really in Super Mario Kart. It is an option, but it's just a it's you gotta think of it like a technique to get around certain turns, and you never even have to do it. And I realized I don't think we ever figured that out as a kid so how to do it right. Because this game and this is different from the newer Mario Karts. This game is all about the racing skill and learning the tracks. And that means every single track and every single turn, there's the best way to get through that turn. Like maybe on this turn, you want to cut it real close. On this turn, you want to swing wide and maybe use the drifting. But if you don't know that, it's just, it feels very different. It's a, 
And this is definitely not knocking the more modern Mario Karts because I adore them. But this game made me realize, okay, the modern Mario Karts really are like a racing party game. That's exactly what they are. And I love it. But this was just a racing game with Mario characters and items, which is what made it a kart racer. It's a new genre. But it is a more just straight-up racing game than the modern yeah. ones. It definitely has a higher learning curve, I think. I, I think it's weird because anybody can pick it up and play it. But, yeah, to be, like, good, I don't know. Like, I agree with you. But at the same time, in a few minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get the hang of this. I do think it's a higher learning curve because until you played the tracks a few times, it's a higher learning curve to be good enough to beat like the the higher classes of races. Because it, it, it's almost like uh, it's like almost Nintendo hard once you get up to like 150 cc, or even some of the 100 cc races they will hand their, your butt to you because yeah. you got to learn the tracks and you got to. It's it's not complicated at all. I mean, basically, it's gas. I don't think you need to use brake, but you do need to let off the gas sometimes. And you can drift with the LRR button, and it's simple. You just you drift while you're turning that direction with the LRR button, but you don't use it all the time. If you do that, you're you're gonna screw up. Um, yeah, more times than not, while playing this one, and I'm so used to using drift constantly in a Mario Kart game. Yeah, uh, you cannot do that here because uh, it would just literally send you into places you don't want to go on a track. Yeah, <laughs> try drifting all the time. It is not an option for every turn at all. And that was the biggest hurdle in my brain for me to get over because I'm just so used to doing that. Like it was like a muscle memory in a Mario Kart game for me to do this now because they, you know, like Mario Kart 8 for crying out loud, that's just a drift fest. And yeah, if you're not drifting in, in Mario Kart 8, you're doing it wrong. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really easy to do. Yeah. Um, but and, and I would say the drifting is easy to do on this one. Like I, I, mean, I figured it out, but. Uh, you just got to know when to actually use it because you can't use it on every turn. It will sometimes no. send you off the track. There are plenty of times where I went off the track because I was drifting and I was getting really mad about that. Uh-huh. I'll and, confirm this. And, uh, and, but anyway, one of the, one of the things that I think everything you said is obviously true. I, I can't fault the controls of the game. They all, all the controls felt crisp and responsive. Um, but I do 100%. Now, l- let me just say this. Trevor is, and he won't say this about himself without making a joke, but Trevor is honestly really, really good at kart racers. He's very, very good at them. Uh, I don't ever remember. Like, I feel really good when I actually beat you at any of them because you are quite good. Uh, <laughs> so this is the one genre where you, or genre uh, that you definitely have me in 100%. And, uh, I mean – when your brother plays, it's always down to like you two usually, but usually you win most of the time. And Derek's usually better at us at everything else. <laughs> so, what a specific thing in my life to be good at, <laughs> but you are good at it. And, uh, I would take uh, being good at anything. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you should be happy about this, but Trevor's really good. So him getting first all the time was, I totally understood, but I just wanted to get second. Cause here's the thing. The one thing. Uh, okay. The thing I like, here's a, here's a positive about this game. I like that two players can play through the career mode together. That is really, really cool. I really like that, especially in an early game like this. That's very, very awesome. Uh, But the catch is you have lives, and you lose a life if you do not finish in the top four. So that's the catch. If you finish uh, in the the bottom four, you're losing a life, which sounds easy enough, right? Like, oh, I just get top four. That's force. I can do that. No, you can't. It's really... (laughs) It's really, really difficult. I was happy and proud to get the, uh, in the fourth. And uh, if you finish third or fourth, uh, even though you get to move on, there's no way you're going to win that that cup <laughs> because the the point differential from points oh, they give out is insane. It's <laughs> insane. Uh, like you might get one point for finishing third or something like that. It's something really so, small. So like, like in that. Mario Kart 8, there's 12 racers. And I think everybody up to like, Maybe even twelfth place gets a point if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and and it's not that big of a spread in this game. It's like yeah, it's something like six. I don't know, like twelve points for first, and then it goes six, and then two and one or something like that. It's something yes. crazy. So yeah, if you don't get first place a couple times, you're not going to get the gold for sure, for sure. Uh, so that's that's also key here. Uh, is consistency. <laughs> yeah, uh, is very very key. Um, I think you're waiting on me to drop the hammer. I think it's what you're waiting on. <laughs> Here's the thing. I 
All right. This is, I understand that what I'm about to say is heresy to a lot of people. And I don't even feel right saying it about a Mario title. I did not have fun playing this. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. It felt like I was, like we tried to say earlier, I was on the receiving end of something again and again <laughs> and again. Now, you would, you could say that is just all part of Mario Kart, right? Like there is a randomness to it for sure in any Mario Kart. I mean, the items for kind of loud, uh, you know, uh, are definitely random to, uh, for whatever reason, sometimes the AI feels random to me. Like sometimes they're really, really good. And sometimes <laughs> they'll just kind of let you go. Like I don't I don't get it. But sometimes they will. It's that Mario Kart math. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes they will not let you go. And uh-uh. I did not ever feel ever that they cut me any slack whatsoever. I was <laughs> constantly bombarded by stuff left and right. Uh, I would get in. Uh, was this the was this the game where I got in first place and you hit me with a shell even though we we're on the same team? Yeah, I was yeah. trying to throw a red shell behind me, but I screwed it up. Yeah, and uh, I felt really bad about it because Johnny was finally starting to show a little joy. We were playing this on Switch Online together, by the way, because if yeah. you have Switch Online, you can play this for free. It's the exact game you remember, except you can play against somebody online. And uh, and it worked really well, by the way. Like the online yeah. stuff worked really, really good. Smooth. Yeah, it did, and super smooth, and plays great on the Switch. Um, but as not only a Mario Kart fan, but as someone who is the more I played it, remembering just how good this Mario Kart is and how it's so different than the other ones, but awesome in its own way. I was getting really, I don't know what the word for it is. Just, I kept thinking there's gotta be something I could tell Johnny to help him enjoy this. But it's like, no, it, at the end of the day, it is really simple. It's just, if you're getting hammered, it doesn't feel good. And I don't, there's no way to teach that because the truth is, I had a great time when we were playing, except knowing Johnny wasn't was hurting my fun a little bit because <laughs> he was uh, he was really not having a good time. Let me he was mincing words a little bit. He was really not. We'll just say some words slipped every time he got hit by shell or ran off the track. Um, and it was constant. I would not have wanted my son around it. Let's just put it that way. But <laughs> but the next a couple of days later, um, I tried finishing. Uh, well, I did finish. I think I finished. Yeah, I finished the 100 CC mode, and I wanted to do that because you unlock the last five tracks. There's 20 tracks in all. To unlock the special tracks, you have to beat the 100 CC mode with gold trophies. Once I did that and got the quote unquote special tracks, I was getting, and this is just 100 CC, not even 150 CC. I was getting railed on by the computer. It's like, oh my gosh! Every time I would try to get back up, they were just murdering me, and I still ended up enjoying it. But I started to think. I guess this is how Johnny was feeling. What I don't understand was why it was happening to you like every single race. And I still honestly don't know, but it happened to me a few races in a row and it does kind of suck. And you kind of went over this one thing. Like literally there was one race where I was in first place. It had never happened. I had some moment of pure bliss playing this game. I was, I was winning this game. And what's even better is my best pals right behind me. One and two, <laughs> you know, it was, it was going to be so such a sweet moment. And it was on the last lap too, by the way, he didn't have this little oh, yeah. last lap. And uh, uh, he, all of a sudden this red shell just comes up and just <laughs> destroys me. And I, and I'm not kidding. It hit me so hard. And uh, he goes whizzing past, of course, with no compassion, <laughs> no compassion whatsoever. Gets the win, and uh, I don't even get a top four because I got passed by. A car. He lost a lot. Yeah. Uh, so that that was the moment where I'm like, I just do not enjoy this game. <laughs> and I felt bad about it, but I feel like honestly it was leading that way anyways. Like I felt bad because like, what if he could have turned around and given it another chance? But it's like, no, nah, I don't think he's going to anyways. <laughs> But that brings up another point. Uh, the coins, I think I've been in every Mario Kart. They're very important in this one. Yeah. Not only do they give you a little speed boost and you can collect up to 10, but if you have no coins and you get hit by anything, you totally spin out. You can be bumped off the track super easy if you have no coins. So you actually get stronger when you collect coins, which is, it makes sense because this was early Mario. Yeah. I mean, still pretty early Mario. Coins are important. Yeah, I really don't mind that mechanic at all, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I just didn't understand that. I know there's some weird. All right. For a game that's supposed to feel random when it comes to being hit with items, 
I truly felt like I was being singled out while they were just letting you go. <laughs> that's what it felt like to me. Uh, yeah. And that may or may not be true, but that's certainly how I felt. I know. And it's easy for me to say this because like Johnny said, for some reason I win more than my share of, of Mario Kart games. But in my mind, and maybe this is why I'm okay at it, is I just don't take it that seriously. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll I'll call your mom a terrible things if you pass me at the last second or hit me with a red shell at the last oh, second. Yeah, Tim can tell you that. <laughs> Actually, that was Need for Speed, but that was pretty bad. Poor Tim. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't take Mario Kart as seriously, I think, because I know there is that random factor. Just like you know, certain board games I love, there's that random factor. And at the end of the day, it's skill, but it's not just skill. And I think I actually enjoy it more for that reason. But you definitely feel in the Mario Kart games, and not just this one, you've always felt like that just works against you too much. And in this one, it stings more because it is more skill. So it really stings when you're trying to do your best (laughs) and you keep getting hit by crap. Random is fine and great and dandy, and I actually even like it because it really adds some spice to a game until it's negative things happening to you again and again. Yeah, it is hard again, to enjoy that. And again, uh, and it just keeps, you know, if you know, I already have had enough with life in general. I don't <laughs> need freaking Mario Kart to start doing it to me as well, but it's what I did. So uh, it can go screw itself. <laughs> uh, speaking of pleasant things, yeah, basically all the items you expect to be in here are in here, but there's one serious omission. Uh, and that's the blue shell because that didn't yeah. exist until later. And that probably says what you need to know about this is a more serious, quote unquote, serious racer, despite having, you know, Mario's character. There's no blue shell. There's no, uh, there's definitely, definitely <laughs> rubber banding AI. Yeah. But as far as like mono and mono, there's no blue shell to catch you up if you're in last. But in, in, in here, uh, I don't know. I'm not backing up what Johnny said because our final scores will see if I agree with him or not. But when I was playing on those special tracks and getting a little frustrated myself, I saw Luigi use star power about twice per lap. Um, some of the characters will just use whatever about a power they want to use when they want to use it. They don't have to pick up the items like you do. So Luigi kept coming up behind me behind me <laughs> and taking me out with this stupid star power behind and he me. would literally he would literally whiz past me with star power i would pass him back and then he would activate it again i'm like you got to be kidding me so that's that is just an ai mechanic also the game picks one ai to be super powerful yeah like for me it was dk jr for some reason yeah he kept he was really tough for sure yeah but i will say it does still have the the handicap mechanic you do get better items the further back you are. So when I was playing, the reason I was able to keep having fun uh, when I was playing against the computer, when Johnny wasn't playing, because um, <laughs> honestly, his constant whining, I just couldn't enjoy it. Yeah, I just ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> no, because uh, I would kind of get, you know, kind of screwed, end up in back or, you know, make a mistake myself. But then when you get in the back, you start getting stars and better items. And so you start fighting your way back. And that, is the essence of Mario Kart that makes it different from a regular racer. And honestly, it's such a big deal. And it started right here with the original. This idea that you're always in the race. Again, Johnny may not feel that way, but that's the idea is the further back you get, the further back you get, the better items you get. And it doesn't guarantee you a win. You know, in fact, there's nothing like the bullet bill in this game. There's nothing that good. But it's just enough that you feel like you might be able to fight back a few places. And usually, unless it was like in the very last part of the lap of the last lap, I did fight back enough to get a decent place usually. Um, And that is the difference between this and most racers because, and it's weird. Like we've been playing a lot of need for speed lately. And sometimes it can be weird to realize, okay, I'm this far back behind the leader. I won't catch them this race. You know, there's no way. And that doesn't mean Mario Kart's better than a more serious racer. It's just a big difference that I think some people probably wouldn't like because it does add a serious luck factor to racing. But the idea is, and I do love that idea, that anybody has a chance. Um, It's just that in this particular Mario Kart, I do think it's weighed pretty heavily on the, the learning the tracks and just the skill of it. And simply put, I played the game a lot more than Johnny. So I probably have muscle memory on some of these tracks, and that's probably honestly part of it. 
You said a lot there that I could not disagree more with, but that's fine. <laughs> Johnny doesn't fuck you have a chance once you get behind. I think that's the essence, right? You really like <laughs> basically that's how I felt. Uh, yeah. and, and and in fairness, you do have way more. I mean, I've I've played this game before over at your house, but but for sure you've definitely played it more than me, and that and I'm sure that did help for sure. But uh, you know, it's you know, especially when I felt like I. After I went around the track a couple of times, I felt like I kind of know it, you know, yeah. uh, I should be doing better, but like, I would just keep getting beat and beat and beat. And then it, like, it didn't help that, uh, the one time, another time I was in the top, I think I was in second or I might've been in first and, uh, I got hit and it turned me into the wall. Like, so I was looking into the wall, <laughs> put me right in a corner. That's what it was. It knocked me right into a corner. And I was like, well, how, how do I back up? I can't go. There's no reverse. <laughs> Well, I was literally Googling for Johnny. Yeah. So here, I, I got to tell us real quick. And by the way, we're down to 19 minutes recording time, roughly. So, Oh, God. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So, but this is hilarious. So Johnny back to the wall. I'm like, I know you can back up. And I'm telling him all these buttons. I thought the race was over. So I started Googling it for him. And I realized, okay, you just got to hop. But there is no reverse button. And then I realized the race wasn't over. And I'd been passed by everybody. Yes. So yes. we both lost. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. We sure but Johnny. Yes. I think it's time to get into our final scores. Final scores, let's get into it. You want to go first or do you want me to go first? I kind of want you to. I mean, I don't think you'd be affected by me, but I kind of want your raw, unfiltered opinion. Okay. okay. So go ahead. All right, so uh, all the positives, of course, this is... A Nintendo game, very polished, very well done, still holds up to this day, especially graphically and, and musically. Those things are high, high marks for me. Gameplay, I would even say, though I felt completely screwed the entire time, the gameplay is obviously still good because you can win because I saw Trevor win again and again and again. <laughs> I was getting hit by shells again and again and again. So that's, the I mean, for whatever it's worth, I do know it can be done because I've seen it done, just not by myself. Uh, and all I learned from this was uh, Trevor thinks this game is dirt simple, and that must mean that I'm not good at dirt simple things. Uh, <laughs> but uh, with that being said, this game felt very frustrating to me. I think if I had the experience Trevor had, I would have loved it more. <laughs> uh, and I do not take things very, very seriously. I don't feel maybe I do more so than I want to admit. But uh, I, I usually can take things on the chin and, and kind of laugh it off. Uh, but this just but when it happens when you get punched in the chin again and again and again and again, there comes a point where it just smarts, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just get taken anymore. Um, there's no way this is a, a below average game. This is obviously a well done game. I would never give this a below a five because that's just ridiculous. Uh, it's definitely way more polished than that. It's definitely better than Garfield Kart. I mean, it's not even even the Garfield Kart came out years after. It's this is still better than that. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I wasn't sure yeah, you would. <laughs> it, it's, but I will say, uh, this is blasphemy again. I had more fun playing Garfield Cart than I had playing this. So this is a weird. We're gonna stop recording. Me. It's nice to talk to everybody. Yeah. So this is a weird thing for me to review. I'm trying to figure out. I think for me to feel honest about it from my playing experience, having fun is a big deal for me when it comes to video games. I did not have fun with this game, but I also can't sit here with a straight face and say that this game's awful because it's not. Uh, so I'm going to say this for me is a seven this is a seven uh if i had trevor's experience i'm sure i would have at least given it an eight or a nine but i don't know what it feels like to win so trevor what do you think well that's not the score i was expecting i think johnny's really trying to take the quality of the game into account here i really am honestly i really am if it was just for my playing experience it would be below five <laughs> but yeah. i can't do that to this game because it's it's definitely worth more than that well i was just gonna say johnny's wrong and then give my score but now i feel like i gotta be a little more nuanced um I think the only part of this game that doesn't hold up, and I wasn't sure going in, but I think the only part of this game that doesn't hold up, the battle mode was so much fun back in the 90s, but two players is just not enough for the balloon battle. We didn't even mention it. Um, you know, you get I think it's four tracks, battle tracks. It's a cool addition. It's a total bonus. <clears throat> it was so much fun when we were younger, but I think the balloon battle mode just needs more than two players, and that's all we had on this one. So I think that part, it's just not as much fun anymore. But the racing itself, I think, totally holds up. I can't say Johnny's wrong because it's his experience, but Johnny's very wrong. Um, 
I don't think I can say this is my favorite Mario Kart and be genuine about it, but I do understand why some people might love this one and not necessarily love the later ones. This one's still popular with people for the time trial mode, just shaving milliseconds off their times. Uh, you can find online leaderboards for the time trial mode still to this day. Um, this game was raved on at the time, uh, and people seem to still say holds up. IGN gave it a 9 out of 10 in 2012. Uh, game Pro's original review was a 5 out of 5. I pulled all this up to combat Johnny, and now I feel like it's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, it's a great game. And I think my score is actually going to be lower than some people, only because, if I'm being honest, I think this is an excellent racing game. But as far as kart racers, I think Mario Kart itself kind of perfected it later. Um, but this is a great racing game. And in some ways, it is more of a serious racing game than the later ones. I will not deny that. I still think it's great. Eight and a half out of ten. Um, a big eight and a half out of ten. I could be talked into a nine. Honestly, it'd probably be a nine if I had played with somebody who enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe bumped it down a little bit. But it's still rock solid. Awesome game. It goes for a... Uh, about 35 bucks for a playable copy is the cheapest I could find on eBay. But the crazy thing is the prices are all over the place for a complete copy, like 200 bucks up to even more than that. It seems to be one of those games that's really expensive if you have the, like the complete deal. So while this is retro blist approved, if you're angry that this did not get a nine from either one of us, you can send all your hate mail to me uh, because it's my fault. So then that's yeah, totally fine. Yeah. I accept it and I will drink your tears. Uh, Trevor, uh, we, we're running out of time. Let's go ahead and get to it. We, we, we did have some fan feedback. Basically, we're not, we don't have time to read it, uh, but <laughs> we suck. We, we truly do. We talk too much. Uh, but uh, basically, everybody who, who talked basically loved this game. So we have more fan feedback on this episode than we've had in a long time. And I am sorry. I uh, will try to read it on a future episode when we're not confined to an hour. Yep. But we have something important to do. And that is the Bliss quiz all right trevor uh here's what i did for mine i'll go first uh i for all these rounds you're going to guess uh it's really similar to imdb but it's review scores for games uh that may or may not be related to super mario kart in some way Okay. All right. The first one is called Mega Man Battle and Chase uh, oh. from Capcom. Uh, it was released in Japan and in the PAL regions uh, for the PlayStation. And it was not released in North America. So there you go. But it's a kart racer with, uh, of course, the Blue Bomber himself. Trevor, uh, the critical reception for Mega Man Battle and Chase was mixed. So this is not going to help you at all. Uh, most compared the gameplay universally to Nintendo's Mario Kart, of course. So, uh, Trevor, what did GameSpot give this game out of 10? They did their rankings out of 10. GameSpot, what did they give this? If you get within uh, 0.5, 0.5, you yeah. get it. Yeah. So this popped in my head because it seems like a GameSpot move. 5.9. Ooh, wrong. They give this a 7.3, my good friend. Oh, well, so I'll have to check it, it out. All right. Well, that's zero for one. Johnny, which is false. And again, I say which is false. Okay. A, the game was originally going to be a generic racing game without Mario characters. B, Donkey Kong is playable in the Japanese version. C, Bowser and Peach get drunk in the Japanese version, which is false. B. That is true. That is the false one. So Bowser and Peach do get drunk in the Japanese version on the Victory Champagne. You can tell will, they're clearly yeah. sauced. <laughs> I 100% remember that. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. And originally, it was just going to be a racing game without Mario and friends. All right, Trevor, your second one. I feel very rushed, by the way. Your second yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to figure something out next time. Uh, is, I mean, this is not a big game, so it's no big deal. Yeah, nobody's ever heard of it. All right, for the <laughs> Game Boy Advanced, there came a game called Konami Crazy Racers. Yep. Uh, race your favorite Konami characters through 16 action-packed fun-filled courses. Uh, oh, this is the meta score on media critic or Metacritic. I don't want to say media on Metacritic. That's out of a hundred. So if you get within five, you get this Trevor. 
All right. Well, I can already tell from the way you went with your questions. My next question is going to be easier for you. And I feel like I might have seen this. I'm going to go 72. What's oh, the you ma- missed it by one point. Oh, my it's God. A, it's a 78 is what it got. Oh. <laughs> well, wow. I, I, I do want to check that game out. I don't want to bet, but I just cut it on my fingers to make sure. Trevor, what's your <laughs> next one? <laughs> so this is going to be easier for you because you, you know some things. Which of these is not a real Mario Kart clone? Okay. A, Konami Crazy Racers. <laughs> B, Atari Kart. Uh, C, Berenstein Bears Beach Buggies. D, DreamWorks Superstar Karts. E, Pac-Man World Rally. Which one did I make up? Oh, man. Uh, Atari Kart. I know the uh, first one. I know the first one for sure is real. Atari Kart, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Atari Kart because I really don't know. No, I made up the Berenstein Bears Beach Buggies. That one I just just wanted to be real, if I'm being honest with you. There probably is something similar. I should have looked it up to make sure it's not real. But uh, the the Atari Kart is hilarious. It's on the Atari Jaguar. It's pretty much a Mario Kart clone. But it has such memorable characters as Bentley Bear. So there you go. All right. Trevor, your last one. Uh, For the PlayStation 1, the Sony PlayStation, the first one. Toy Story Racer. This is on Metacritic. Oh. So it's out of 100. It's no Crash Team Racing, but Toy Story Racer provides plenty of challenge for young and old alike. So what did this get on Metacritic out of 100? Gosh, I really don't know anything about this one, except I don't think it was a smash-out hit. Because there are a few, like uh, Mickey Speedway USA is surprisingly good. You're taking too long. Just give me a score. <laughs> we still got time. I got the timer here. Okay. <laughs> Metacritic, I'm going to go 60, just even 60. You missed again, 76. Ah, Good Lord. I want to play this one really bad. (laughs) Apparently, it's quite decent. Yeah. Well, Johnny, your last question, and we're going to have a few minutes, uh, so that's good because I had something else. Okay, good. Your last question, which, by the way, I'm zero for three. That's awesome. Um, So this one is kind of just to make you mad a little bit. It kind of made me mad a little bit, too. I was trying to find like a definitive ranking of what people consider the best Mario Kart track, if you can only pick one, from all the Mario Karts ever. Watch Mojo, Screen Rant, and Paste Magazine all said the exact same thing for the number one Mario Kart track of all time. What is it? And if you can just, you don't have to know the name of it, just, you know, there's different kinds of tracks. You know, yeah. you get Castle Beach, whatever. What do you think? Basically, everybody says the best track. Well, my favorite one is that is the uh, the ghost one. Uh, yeah. Cause the mu- I love the music and just the track layout and how wide Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, especially. Yeah. So that one's my favorite for myself. Uh, but I'm trying to think what they would say. Uh, I watched a guy do a countdown of all the Mario Kart tracks. I think I did the same thing. And I'm trying to remember what his number one one was. Uh, I don't remember. One, definitely one of the later Mario Kart games for sure. Um, I'm gonna go. It's probably a. I'm just. I'm just guessing a beach one. I think that would be a reasonable thing to say. But again, Watch Mojo, Screen Rant, and Paste Magazine all said this exact same thing. They said all of the Rainbow Road tracks. They said just pick one. Oh, they could go jump off those Rainbow Road tracks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. By far my least favorite tracks in any of them. Yeah. So I thought that would make you mad. But Johnny, we uh, you don't have a timer, by the way, do you, on Zoom itself? Nope. I have no idea. That's why I think I... we have roughly six minutes, so we could spend that time reading fan feedback. Instead, I want to ask you, what's your <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite? <laughs> Excuse me. What's your favorite Mario Kart character? And then I'm going to tell you what that says about you. Uh, Luigi overall is Luigi. Good. I'm glad you said that because that's one of the options. So what's your favorite <laughs> Mario Kart character says about you? This is from an article on Ranker. Um, I didn't know they did articles, but sure. So Luigi. Luigi, you tend to be right about things, but people don't listen because you have the presence of a wet noodle. You like to think of yourself as a shy introvert, which is partially true, but for the most part, you're a coward with a superiority complex. All this just rings true 100% so far. Everyone yells at you for not pointing out something crucial earlier, even though you did, and you take it. You take it like you always do. I do, I do. And... So that, that was a very nice thing to say about you, uh, yeah, just because just, you like Luigi. I, I just take it and take it. It's right. <laughs> I'm not sure I think what's my favorite. I used to pick Yoshi a lot, but now on Mario Kart 8, where you can have any of the carts with any of the characters, I like to be Shy Guy. And Shy Guy's on here, so let's see what that says about me. 
Shy guy, you think everything's an inside job and you refuse to participate in politics because it's all rigged anyways. The Matrix is your favorite movie. One of your biggest fears is being corrected when discussing Krautrock's influence on contemporary electronic dance music or the atrocities committed by Big Pharma. When you're not on Reddit, you're likely smoking pot and coming up with ways to defeat the man. That's 100% you right there. So yeah, there you go. Yep. That's what that says about us. <laughs> and Johnny, you know what? I got nothing else to say. I think we can say a few closing things and then I'm just going to read some feedback. And if we get cut off, that's the end of the show. <laughs> okay. I, I like it. Uh, so yeah, I was just gonna say review us on iTunes, please. It's been a long time. We really love, I keep saying iTunes, Apple podcasts, I guess is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, interact with us on Facebook and Instagram. We get lonely. Um, also oh lonely. And you do have anything to plug while I pull up uh, Facebook. That's where most of our feedback was. Uh, just that, uh, we had a really good month and actually a great year because of all you awesome blisters. We can't thank y'all enough. It really means a lot to us. That is true. And I posted about this game. Like I try to every game, even though sometimes we really are terrible at it. And a lot of you actually had something to say about super Mario Kart, the game that I knew Johnny had no fun with. So that made this more fun to see. <laughs> Joseph KOK said so many fun afternoons, throwing turtle shells at my cousin's heads. I also used to enjoy this game quite a bit as well. Keith Jones said, <laughs> one of my favorite games as a kid. You'll notice there really are no negative things here. Yep. Keith Jones, one of his favorite games. Um, they loved it so much, they would play Sunny Carts on PC at 60 frames per century <laughs> and tell myself it was Mario Kart. Yeah, I've never these, heard of heard of that. Read these faster. Read these faster. Um, one of my like problems, a, blah, blah, I, blah. I have Instagram pulled up, so go, 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 go. <laughs> Andrew Cohen said, I never owned it, but a friend of mine did. Johnny's a terrible human being. Johnny sucks. He does. He Something does. about F Zero, Mario quicker, Kart 8. Quicker, quicker, quicker. Timmy Max said, Whatever. Johnny's just not very cool anymore. He's not. That's um, true. Aaron Hickman said, You guys. Oh, Aaron Hickman. I don't know who that is. Uh, Retro Power Gamers. Oh, congratulations said, to, to this one. Yeah. Oh, congrats, Aaron. Seriously. Uh, Aaron got married. Aaron's a great guy. Check out <laughs> he Genesis Gym. He got engaged. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Aaron uh had a birthday. He something happened yeah. to him. Yeah. Now, <laughs> uh Bradley Michael Boson said this game was and still is amazing. Spent countless hours as a kid. Johnny sucks. Yep. That's pretty much it. You got anything? I, yeah. Oh, on Instagram, uh go to RetroBliss on Instagram, follow us there. Uh Trevor does his best, but it's Instagram, so who knows what that even means anymore. Sean BC, I mean, Sean CV79, a classic from the day it was released, still classic far too often, uh, imitated but uh, impossible to duplicate. Toad was my guy. He seemed to have the slight edge, and Luigi was second go to. Uh, Mike Thompson, our buddy from Down Under, said a lot of fun during lockdown last year. We couldn't go on family holidays, so instead we dressed up in the house of Jap- in Japanese theme, or ate Japanese food, watched anime, and of course played Nintendo. Since we couldn't go to the actual Nintendo theme park, as I couldn't, couldn't afford it anyways, uh, we had a family Super Mario Kart tournament. So, yes, I'll good family memories with this game well you actually read the whole thing now i feel bad for uh oh for not. how much time have we got well if this is correct we still have about two minutes but i don't oh, know man. if i started exactly with the right time so oh, we could just say feel... nonsense to it ends or incorrectly i think so i, mean, I think so. I, we could just end this correctly i think it's probably the best uh we should do something you know for once that sounds somewhat professional uh but yeah uh so Trevor, uh what are we gonna do you have any idea what game we're gonna cover next i have some ideas i do well i know we can't cover any long games till we uh pay for the real zoom account because this is getting ridiculous yes <laughs> so the next one might be a little bit shorter so we don't feel near as rushed uh but i got some ideas i'm going to run by you and i hope you have some too so stay tuned for that thanks for listening we very, we very much again appreciate it you all are very very awesome and honestly all the nice stuff you say to us Really, even though it's hard for us to accept any sort of compliment, really keeps us going. It's it really helps a lot. So thank you for those <laughs> nice things. I need nice things after playing Mario Kart, you know, uh, because nothing nice happened to me on that game, even for my best friend. So uh, thanks for uh, listening, uh, Trevor. Say something just really beautiful to all these people to really give them some inspiration for uh, upcoming episodes of our own show. I, th- I think I know the perfect thing to say. Uh, I'm glad I have this microphone here in the last seconds of the show. Uh, check out Cardboard Cave on this very network. <laughs> it's my board gaming podcast. And uh, if you like board games, honestly, it's not that good, but I'm trying to get better. So, hey. Um, I also have a, a Lego podcast called Block Set Review. 
It's even worse than the board game one, but check it out. It's not really just Lego, by the way. It's yeah, I, I recovered some Lord of the Rings knockoff bricks yeah. that are awesome and weird. So check out the newest episode. We got to be almost out of time. I mean, I guess we can just end it. Yeah. <laughs>